Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hello, this is Arsene Wenger. Welcome to this audio production of the Arsenal Match Day program. Premier League, Saturday, September 9th, 2017. Arsenal v Bournemouth. Kickoff, 3 pm. The contents. The manager, Arsene Wenger. The captain, Pa Mertesacker. Youth. Match action. Stoke City v Arsenal. That's me. Voice of Arsenal. Women. Match action. Liverpool v Arsenal. Visitors. Bournemouth. Match action. Arsenal v Leicester City. Player feature. Petra Cech. Teams. The boss, Arsene Wenger. Arsene Wenger on how we have dealt with a bitterly disappointing result at Anfield. Arsene was talking to Chris Harris. We've used the two weeks since our match at Liverpool to focus on the work we have to do. First, we analysed the game and focused on what we want to achieve, but many players were away. It was, of course, the transfer window, so I was very, very busy every day. I wasn't on holiday, I was working here every day. Of course, after a result like the one at Anfield, you suffer. Unfortunately, it's part of your career. Ideally, you want your team to perform at the top level, and of course, after, you question your decisions, your preparation, and absolutely everything. But we have played three games, and there are 35 league games to go. We have quality players, a quality squad, a focused team. It's true that we had a bad performance at Liverpool, but only one thing matters now, and that's the next game. We had a performance like that at Liverpool a few years ago. One week later we played them again, and we beat them easily at the Emirates. Football is made of that as well, and you have to expect that performance's swing. The quality of the performance can change from one week to another. That doesn't put me in any denial that our performance was not good enough. Sport is sport, and I must say I love my players, I believe in my players, and we have a good opportunity to show that we have the quality that people want from us. 
We are in a part of the season where we want our fans behind the team. We can come out of this game and come to a quick conclusion that we are not good enough, or they can say, let's see what is happening and stand behind the team. That's what we want. I believe at some stage what is important is that you stick to your principles, even if it doesn't go as well as you want it. Do you question yourself? Yes. But maybe not question things that are absolutely not obvious because you lose one game. That's where I believe it's important that people around the team continue to believe in what we do. The best way to win is to perform. It's not a decision. You don't think, OK, we don't perform, but we win. We want to win, of course, but we have to convince ourselves that the best way to win is to perform. Situations like this are a good opportunity to show that we are strong and united. I'm convinced that we shouldn't become too emotional. These players, who were great three weeks ago, have not lost their ability and our target remains exactly the same. We have a home game now and we know it's very important to be strong at home if you want a successful challenge. Bournemouth are a team who can give problems to anybody, so we must make sure we focus on our performance. We know that our season will depend on how strong we are at home, and that makes today very important. Since our last game, the transfer deadline has passed. If I could, I would close it before the league starts, and I would completely cut it off in January. One of the players to leave us this summer was Kieran Gibbs, who I have a big respect for. He's a very intelligent player, and he has the quality to play for England, 100%. I think he fell behind a little bit, because he always had knocks here and there, and with Nacho being less bothered by injuries, he got in ahead of him. He's a player with a huge potential, and we all have a huge respect for him here. He wanted regular football, and with Kolasinac coming in as well, competition for places was a little bit too strong. I personally wish him very well, and I'm very grateful and thankful for the work he's done here. I also wish Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain well. He is a fine player, whom I fully respect. However, his leaving gives an opportunity to guys like Joe Willock and Reese Nelson to train with us regularly. They are players I have in mind because they have been part of the pre-season tour and did well. It's about giving them the opportunity when it's possible. I would also like to take this opportunity to wish Gabriel well following his move to Valencia. Thanks, as always, for your support at Stoke and Liverpool. It was very difficult for everyone to take these defeats, and we hugely appreciated the support shown at a difficult time. Enjoy the game today. In the current official magazine, the boss engaged in a wide-ranging Q&A, including the following. Where does mental strength come from? He said, Mental strength comes from our own internal demands and also from external pressure from the environment. And today the pressure coming from the environment is high because football has become a global sport. The media is very demanding and people on the internet are very demanding and the stress that people face is very high. But I always say to the players that what's important is that one day you turn and look back on your career and you think, I did as well as I could. At the end, the real judge is yourself. It's not the others. Look in the mirror at the end of the career and think, I did my best. That's what's important. 
The captain, Per Mertesacker, and how the players are going to fight back and why the club can't forget its roots. It's good for us to return after the international break with a home match, particularly after our last two results. This afternoon's game gives us a good opportunity to show what we're capable of. We want to earn back the respect and support, and that means starting off at a lively pace and keeping going no matter what obstacles we may face. We need to show an improvement from Anfield right from the first whistle today. We absolutely cannot afford any more performances like our previous two. There are no excuses. We just haven't been good enough and haven't lived up to our expectations. That's very frustrating for everyone associated for this club. As a group, we all feel the same. We all feel very disappointed and angry with the last two results. So what we have to do now is make sure we get the best out of ourselves and each other. The tone needs to be set in every training session, not just by shouting, but with the required work rate and encouragement. Everyone is here to lead, to bring energy to the group and to get each other going in the right direction. That's what I must see from everyone. What was really frustrating at Liverpool was that we were outplayed. We couldn't match their intensity, how they got at us, how lethal they were on the break. The league season is only three games old, but we've already given up a lot of points. We've lost some credit, and it's crucial to start repaying that at the soonest possible opportunity. The fortnight after the Liverpool game has been difficult because there wasn't much time to discuss what happened. A lot of players have been away on international duty, and it was good to see the likes of Aaron, Danny and Mesut all scoring. For us, the key today is to carry on from how we finished against Leicester in our last home match. I liked what I saw in that game. We kept going and going, putting the pressure on. We hounded them, and it paid off at the end. You all made a difference in those closing stages. The atmosphere was really lively, and that helped push the team on. What I really liked was the impact our substitutes made on that game. We have a squad with plenty of players who can make the difference, whether they're in the starting lineup or coming off the bench, and that showed against Leicester. So let's be together. Let's set the tempo from the start today, and let's make sure we all go home happier tonight. This is the first of four games in just over two weeks for us, across three competitions. It's an opportunity to show that we're still a team to consider and that we can be successful. We want to embrace this chance. We're determined to do it. The more experienced players in our dressing room must play a role now. We've been in situations before when things haven't gone right and we need to make sure that we take the lead to turn it around. We need to work hard, train well and live up to our words with performances. We can't just say it, we must show it. We worked really hard in pre-season and I've let ourselves down because the target was to start well and build the foundation for a successful season. Our last two games haven't demonstrated what we stand for and represent and there's a huge feeling in the dressing room of needing to redress that from today onwards. We're always supported so well wherever we go and we need to pay you all back. The team has been in situations of adversity before but we've bounced back through hard work, through learning from our mistakes and making sure we don't repeat them. That has to be the same again now. Finally, I'd just like to say what a pleasure it was for me to visit Arsenal in the community's mental health football programme earlier this week. It was fantastic to meet the participants and see firsthand the impact that we can have on people. Helping with and showing our support for projects like this is something this squad wants to embrace. The club has been supporting the local community for years and years and we want to continue that. We stand behind these projects and it's important for us to learn about them ourselves and to be inclusive.
as professional footballers, we're in incredibly privileged positions, so it's vital that we remain humble and give back to the community. That's a major part of this club. It's what it is built on, and we'll keep striving to help with that and do things the Arsenal way. Thanks for your support. Pear is our main interview in this month's Arsenal magazine, and you can check out an excerpt from his feature right here. What is your assessment of this group of young players? We've seen Reese Nelson and Joe Willock excelling in pre-season. It's good for me to see these youngsters on a daily basis. They've got huge potential and have high levels of skill, but it's what you make of it. That's something I'm going to address in the next couple of years. I respect them highly, but the only ones who will make it are the ones who make the most of their potential. Talent means nothing to me. It's all about hard work. I put the emphasis on making sure that they're not told how talented they are too much. Talent is what you make of it. Arsenal Youth. It's four wins out of five for the blossoming youth sides. Monday, August 14th. 2017, St George's Park, Derby County under 23, 2, Gordon in the 25th minute, Reese in the 56th minute, Arsenal under 23, 3, Nelson in the 61st and 65th minute, and Katia in the 80th minute. Arsenal, Huddart, Nelson, Gibbs, substitute Pleguazelo, 46th minute, Maitland Niles, Bailick, Bramwell, Ren Adelaide, Coquelin, Substitute De Silva, 73rd minute, and Katia, Wilshire. Substitute McQueen, 73rd minute, Willock. Subs not used, Quito and Marlon. The under-23s complete an impressive turnaround in the final half-hour away from home to win 3-2 against Derby at St George's Park. Derby County hold a two-goal lead before Reese Nelson's five-minute brace levels the scores in the second half. Nelson scores an impressive solo goal before Eddie Enkatia provides the winning strike. Steve Gatting continued with three at the back for the opening game of the Premier League 2 season. Ryan Huddart lined up in goal behind the back three of Ainsley Maitland and Niles, Cohen, Brabble and Christian Bailick, with Nelson and Kieran Gibbs playing as wing-backs. Francis Coquelin partnered Jack Wilshire in central midfield, with Jeff Rayner Adelaide and Joe Willock in advanced roles and Enkatia spearheading the attack. The young gunners endured a tough start at St George's Park and went a goal down in the 25th minute when Kellen Gordon opened the scoring. The hosts remained in front until the break, despite our best efforts to cancel out their opener. Just 11 minutes into the second half, the Rams added a second through Emil Jacobson. This, however... Sparks an Arsenal revival, with Nelson hitting back on the hour mark. With a well-timed run, the midfielder met the ball and sent a volleyed effort past Derby's goalkeeper Josh Barnes. And just moments later, the 17-year-old picked up the ball on the left 
and made a darting run infield before curling a shot just inside the far post to level the scores. Arsenal had momentum now and Enkatia completed the comeback when he ghosted away from Derby defender Ethan Wassell before slotting the ball past Barnes. There was no way back for Derby as the Gunners held on for a memorable win. Saturday, August 19th, 2017, London Colney. Arsenal under-18s, 1. Ola Yinka, 34th minute. Aston Villa under-18s, 0. Arsenal, Virginia, Daly Campbell, Amole, Ballard, Olowu, Medley, Olayinka, Benson, Balogan, Burton, Smithrow. James Olayinka scores to hand the under-18s a first victory of the season. Daniel Ballard goes close to adding a second, but hits the side netting from Emil Smithrow's nod down. Hoping to bounce back from their 4-1 defeat to Fulham in their previous game, Kwame Ampadu handed Joe Virginia a start in goal for the under-18s in front of a defence of Vonte Daly-Campbell, Zeke Medley, Joseph Olowu and Toby Amole. Ballard partnered Josh Benson in central midfield with Oli Yinka on the right flank and Smith Rowe on the left. Up front, Robbie Burton lined up alongside Falarin Balogan. Some industrious work from Balogan gave Arsenal the first chance of the match, with the forward meeting a through ball from Ballard inside the penalty area. The 16-year-old tussled with his marker and won the ball before sending a low strike into the side netting. Shortly before the half-time break, Olajinka opened the scoring, sending a rising effort into the roof of the net, after capitalising on a defensive mishap. Following the interval, Olajinka then looked to tee up Ballard, but the 17-year-old couldn't quite find the target. Monday, August 21st, 2017, Emirates Stadium. Arsenal under-23s 4, Nelson in the 12th and 57th minute, and Katia in the 14th and 37th minute. Manchester City under-23s, 3. Smith, 31st minute, Diaz, 68th minute, and Metcher with a 72nd minute penalty. Arsenal, Macy, Maitland-Niles, Da Silva, Holding, Bailick, Plegwazelo, Marlon, substitute Dragomir, 81st minute, Willock, Substitute McGuane, 81st minute, and Katia, Wilshire, Nelson, subs not used, Quito, Osei Tutu, Gilmore. The under-23s made it two wins from two, with a 4-3 victory over Manchester City in an eventful game at Emirates Stadium. Reese Nelson scored his third and fourth goals of the Premier League 2 season. Eddie Enkatia bags his second and third goals of the season. Both teams finish with 10 men after Jack Wilshere and Tyrek Wilson are dismissed for an altercation. First team squad members Rob Holding, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and Wilshere 
were called into action for the citizens' visit to N5, with Matt Macy lining up in goal behind a back three of holding Christian Bailick and Captain Julio Pleguazelo. Maitland-Niles and Josh Da Silva started in the wing-back roles, with Wilshire starting his second under-23s game in a row, partnering Joe Willock in central midfield. Nelson and Doniel Marlon operated behind frontman Enkatia in a dangerous front three. It didn't take long for the deadlock to be broken, with Nelson completing an impressive team move by firing a well-struck shot past City's goalkeeper Daniel Grimshaw from the edge of the penalty area. Just two minutes later, Enkatia added a second, slamming the ball home from close range after some brilliant work by Maitland-Niles to set him up. On the half-hour mark, Matthew Smith turned the ball home to pull one back for the visitors. But Arsenal struck back in the 37th minute with Enkatia scoring a second to restore the two-goal advantage. Repeating his efforts from the 3-2 victory over Derby County the week before, Nelson also added a second by converting with a smart finish shortly after the interval. On the hour mark, Wilson and Wilshire were both handed their marching orders by the referee following an altercation that was sparked by a heavy tackle from the former. Brahim Diaz and Lucas Enmecha added two goals in five minutes respectively to set up a tense finale, but their efforts fell short as the Gunners recorded a second victory of the season. Friday, August 25th, 2017. Meadow Park. Arsenal under 23s, 1. Nelson in the 48th minute. Liverpool under 23s, 2. Brewster, 70th minute. Hart, 90th minute. Arsenal. Quito, Osei Tutu. McQueen, Plequazelo, Da Silva, Maitland Niles, Willock, Nelson, Akpom. Substitute Marlon, 62nd minute. Ren Adelaide. Substitute Dragomir, 83rd minute. Subs not used. Iliev, Bola, Alowu. Reese Nelson scores his fifth goal of the season. The visitors equalise late on through Rian Brewster. Hugo Quito pulls off a string of great saves late on to keep the scores level. Liverpool score a winner with an unstoppable free kick in the dying moments through Sam Hart. Coming off the back of the 4-3 victory against Manchester City, Steve Gatting rang the changes for the clash with Liverpool. Quito came in for Matt Macy in goal. Jordi Osei-Tutu and Marcus McGuane started in defence. And Chuba Akpom led the line. Ainsley Maitland-Niles and Joe Willock were in the holding midfield roles, while Eddie Enkatia, Nelson and Jeff Ren Adelaide made up the attacking trident in behind Akpom. It took the Gunners no time to create the first chance of the match, as Akpom aimed an effort at the near post, only to be denied by Liverpool's goalkeeper, Camille Grabara. 
Moments later, the visitors had their own opportunity to open the scoring, when Danny Ings sped through on goal, but Quito denied the Liverpool striker. Shortly after the interval, Arsenal took the lead through a brilliant chipped effort from Nelson, who broke free from the defence and delightfully prodded the ball over Grabara. Liverpool went in search of an equaliser and Ings tested Quito again in the 63rd minute before Brewster drew the sides level minutes later with a fine curled effort. The closing stages proved to be tense as Quito denied Liverpool time and time again until a powerful free kick in the 90th minute from Sam Hart eluded him and secured all three points for the visitors. Saturday, August 26th, 2017. Shenley Training Centre. Arsenal, under 18s, 6. Balogan, first minute. Smith Rowe, the 19th, 24th minute and 57th minute with a penalty. Medley in the 53rd and 81st minute. West Ham United under 18s, 1. Henry, 10th minute. Arsenal, Virginia, Daly Campbell, Amole, Ballard, Alowu, Medley, Oleyinka, substitute Thompson, 74th minute. Benson, substitute Sacco, in the 66th minute. Balogan, Burton, Smith, for Smith Rowe, 66th minute. Subs not used. Oconquo, Spencer Adams. Florin Balogan opens the scoring in the first minute against bottom side West Ham. Emil Smith-Rowe nets a classy hat-trick as Arsenal turn on the style. Zeke Medley nets twice in the second half to seal a thumping win. Kwame Ampadu named an unchanged under-18 side against a West Ham side still searching for their first points as the Gunners bid for back-to-back wins following their victory against Aston Villa. The first goal of the game came through Balogan in the opening minute, as the forward latched onto a three-ball and swept the ball under the goalkeeper. West Ham equalised shortly after, when a defensive mistake from Joe Virginia allowed Corey Henry to level the scores. But Smith Rowe restored the Gunners' lead, when he met Robbie Burton's lofted ball inside the area and slid his shot into the back of the net. Smith Rowe added the third just five minutes later, following some more smart interplay with Burton. Shortly after the break, Captain Zeke Medley nodded in to make it 4-1 after Joseph Olowu's initial header was cleared off the line and minutes later, Burton won a penalty that Smith Rowe converted to complete his hat-trick and make it five. Arsenal weren't done yet, as Burton once again came up with an assist for Medley, who scored another header in the 81st minute to put the seal on a fine display. Match Action Stoke City versus Arsenal Saturday, August 19th, 2017 Time, 17.30. Premier League. Game number three. The final score, Stoke City, one. 
Arsenal nil. Venue, Bet365 Stadium. Referee, Andre Mariner. Attendance, 29,459. Match stats for Stoke City. Total shots, 11. Shots on target, 4. Corners, 2. Offsides, 4. Fouls, 6. For Arsenal, total shots, 18. Shots on target, 6. Corners, 9. Offsides, 3. Fouls, 11. Arsenal's possession, 77%. Stoke City's possession, 23%. The scorer for Stoke City, Heze, in the 47th minute. The lineup: Butland, Zuma, Shawcross, Cameron, Diouf, Fletcher, Allen, Pieters, Schokel, Heze and Shoup Moting. Substitutes, Grant, Johnson, Martins, Indy, Sobi, Baranio, Crouch and Bojam. Pieters was replaced in the 89th minute by Martins Indy. Shakiri was replaced in the 25th minute by Beraino. And Heze was replaced in the 71st minute by Sobi. The lineup for Arsenal Czech, Mustafi, Monreal, Kolasinac, Oxlade Chamberlain, Ramsey, Zaka, Bellerin, Ozil, Welbeck, and Lacazette. Substitutes Ospina, Mertesacker, Elneny, Coquelin, Iwobi, Walcott, and Giroud. Kalasinak was replaced in the 66th minute by Giroud. Zaka was replaced in the 79th minute by Iwobi. And Lacazette was replaced also in the 79th minute by Walcott. Man of the match, Mesut Ozil. Match facts. This was Arsenal's highest amount of possession in a Premier League game, 73.3%, since 2003-4. Only five teams have won a Premier League game with a lower share of possession than Stoke's 26.7%. Only Man United, 8, and Chelsea, 7, have more wins over Arsenal than Stoke's 6 since they reached the Premier League in 2008-9. First half. The Gunners lost their first home game of the season at Stoke City, despite dominating long periods of the game and having a goal ruled out for the most marginal of offsides. Danny Welbeck had Arsenal's best chance of the first half, latching onto Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain's lofted pass with a firm volley that Jack Butland parried away. The keeper also denied Aaron Ramsey, but Stoke had opportunities too, with Maxim Schupp-Moting firing straight at Petr Cech and Ryan Shawcross heading over when unmarked. Second half. Arsenal were caught cold at the start of the second half when Heze tucked home Sedo Baranio's through ball and from that point the visitors had more than 80% possession without being able to find an equaliser. Alexander Lacazette did have the ball in the net with 20 minutes to go, only to be flagged offside when replay suggested he was level. Hector Bellerin, Welbeck and Ramsey all had shots saved and substitute Olivier Giroud headed wide late on, but it wasn't to be for the Gunners who failed to build on the dramatic win over Leicester City. This is an article by Joe Morris, who had a very important job when the Gunners began their new life at Emirates Stadium. He was the first ever team mascot at the new ground. This was in 2006. Today he is a student and this is what he has to say. 
I remember I was over in the goal trying to bang penalties past Jens. I was only supposed to take one, but I hit about five when Theory called me over for the photo. To be honest, I wanted to carry on shooting, but Gunnosaurus chased me to the centre spot. Theory had a quick chat, and three, two, one, the picture was taken. A couple of years later, Dad bought a framed print in the armoury of this picture, showing the whole stadium where we could see me, my dad, mum and sister. It had all started a couple of weeks before the start of the season, when my mum got a call saying that out of the thousands of junior gunners, I'd been randomly selected to be the team mascot at the first Premier League game at the Emirates. My mum thought it was a friend winding her up, but after endless phone calls to find the culprit, she realised it was no joke and told me the news. On the day, I was taken through the player's entrance and into one of the changing rooms. I'd bought my own shirt for the day, but the club gave me a brand new full kit and I got changed in the same area as the ball boys. The socks were massive. After a quick trip, pitch side with my dad, I was taken into the home dressing room where I had my picture taken with the players and they signed a shirt for me. Then I joined the squad on the pitch during their warm-up and had my picture taken with Theory, Robin, Cess and Freddy. I talked to all the guys in the changing room and particularly remember that Theory was very relaxed and Theo and Jens were really chatty, but when we lined up to go out everyone was focused and I could sense the tension in the tunnel. I don't remember feeling nervous, but I'm sure if I did it now, I'd be like jelly. The game was a close encounter, with plenty of goal-scoring opportunities, but it was Villa who scored the opener against the run of play. As the second half wore on, it seemed as though it would be a disappointing end to the day, until Gilberto scored late on with a backstick volley to salvage a point. After the game, we grabbed a bite to eat outside the ground and stayed around as the fans came out. It was great soaking up the atmosphere, knowing that a couple of hours before, I'd been in the middle of the pitch. Voice of Arsenal Transfer Roundup The transfer window closed just over a week ago, with a number of high-profile departures from Emirates Stadium in its final days. After six years, 199 appearances, 20 goals and three FA Cup winners' medals, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain has left to join Liverpool. Kieran Gibbs, meanwhile, is now a West Bromwich Albion player. Kieran joined us as a teenager in 2004 and went on to play 230 times for the first team, also winning three FA Cups. Kieran isn't the only defender to leave the club, as Gabriel has moved to Valencia. The Brazilian defender made 64 appearances for us during his two-and-a-half-year spell in North London. Joel Campbell and Lucas have signed for Real Betes and Deportivo La Coruña on loan respectively, while full-backs Carl Jenkinson and Cohen Brammel will both spend the 2017-18 season at championship side Birmingham City on loan. Promising midfielder Kelechi Nwakali has been loaned to Dutch Eredivisie side VVV Venlo, while Daniel Melen, John Torrell, Savas Morgos and Ismail Beneke have all left on permanent transfers. 
We'd like to thank all of our departing players for their contribution and wish them well for the future. Matchball Sponsor. Would you like to sponsor the Matchball this season? The Matchball Package lets you and your guests meet a current first-team player and take a private tour pitch side with an Arsenal legend. For more info, email us at hospitality at arsenal.co.uk or call 0345 262 0001. It's Group H in Europe. Arsenal have been drawn against Beit Borisov, Cologne and Red Star Belgrade in the Europa League group stage. The draw took place on Friday, August 25th, and saw the Gunners, one of 12 teams in Pot 1, come out in Group H. Further to the recent draw, we can confirm the following group stage games will be played as follows. Match Day 1, Arsenal versus FC Cologne. Thursday, September 14th, kick-off, 8.05pm, venue Emirates Stadium. Match Day 2, Beit Borisov versus Arsenal, Thursday, September 28th, kick-off 6pm UK time, venue Borisov Arena, Belarus. Match Day 3, Red Star Belgrade versus Arsenal, Thursday, October 19th, kick-off 6pm UK time, venue Rajko Mitic Stadium, Serbia. Match Day 4, Arsenal versus Red Star Belgrade, Thursday, November 2nd, kick-off 8.05pm, venue Emirates Stadium. Match day 5, FC Cologne versus Arsenal. Thursday, November 23rd, kick-off 6pm UK. Venue, Rheinland-Gierse Stadium, Germany. Match day 6, Arsenal versus Beit Borisov. Thursday, December 7th, kick-off 8.05pm. Venue, Emirates Stadium. The top two clubs in each of the 12 Europa League groups will be joined by the eight third-place clubs from the UEFA Champions League groups in the Europa League round of 32. We have significantly reduced ticket prices for our UEFA Europa League matches at Emirates Stadium. Match tickets will be available from just £15.50 for adults and £4.25 for junior gunners. Details can be found by visiting arsenal.com. The new Arsenal magazine is out now. The September 2017 issue of the official Arsenal magazine is out now. This month's edition of our sister publication, a brand new volume no less, includes a fantastic array of exclusive interviews and features that you won't find anywhere else in the world of Arsenal, including an exclusive interview with club captain Per Mertesacker, who opens up about his final season as a pro, why he's determined to end his career with silverware, and what convinced him to become our academy boss from 2018-19 onwards. Also in the September issue, Danny Welbeck takes us inside the first team dressing room, the boss on the business of winning, Rob Holding looks back on a whirlwind first year in N5, three or four at the back we assess in the debate, Game of Thrones star Alfie Allen discusses his love of Arsenal, Rhys Nielsen takes us through his breakthrough pre-season and comedian and resident columnist Alex Brooker is back. Plus, all the latest Arsenal ladies' news, junior gunners' content and much, much more. The Arsenal magazine is priced at £4.25 and is available from Emirates Stadium on match days, all club shops and online. Arsenal on the TV. We can confirm that the following games have been rescheduled as a result of TV selections. Watford vs Arsenal, Saturday, October the 14th. Kick-off 5.30pm, originally 3pm, live on BT Sport. Everton versus Arsenal, Sunday, October 22nd, originally to be confirmed, kick-off 1.30pm live on Sky Sports. Manchester City versus Arsenal, Sunday, November the 5th, kick-off 2.15pm, originally to be confirmed, live on Sky Sports. And Arsenal versus Tottenham, 
Saturday, November 18th, kick-off 12.30pm, live on Sky Sports. Also, our away match at Burnley will now be played as under Burnley versus Arsenal, Sunday, November 26th, kick-off 2pm, originally to be confirmed. The standard TV selections have now been made up to and including November 26th. Ordinarily, fixtures up to this date will not now change. However, as ever, all fixtures remain subject to change and circumstances may yet arise which result in further fixture changes. Ted Blackbrow Arsenal remember award-winning former Daily Mail photographer Ted Blackbrow, who died after a short illness aged 78. Ted was a regular visitor to Highbury and a true icon of Fleet Street. He will be missed by so many. Above and beyond, congratulations to Mustafa Ulusau, who went above and beyond with his programme-selling skills at our opening home match of the season against Leicester City. Mustafa deservedly won a Puma sports bag, and we'd like to thank him for his sterling efforts on the evening. If you think one of our programme sellers has gone above and beyond, please let us know by emailing programme at arsenal.co.uk. It's the law. With the laws of football regularly being adapted, Ken Goldman, Vice-Chairman of the North Middlesex Referee Society, reveals the latest changes to the game's essential framework. A major law change last season concerned the start and restart of play by way of kick-off. For the first time, the ball was allowed to be kicked backwards, but mostly this involved the kicker standing in his... The number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Opponent's half of the field. However, this therefore infringed the appropriate Law 8, which stated that both teams had to be in their own half at this start or restart. For season 2017-18, this problem has been remedied following an amendment in the law that allows the kicker only to be in his opponent's half a kickoff. Pie and Pundits at the Park The latest Arsenal legend appearing in the Pie and Pundits series is David Seaman. The event at Park Theatre, Clifton Terrace, N4, 3LP, kicks off at 7.30pm this Monday, September the 11th, and features our legendary keeper in conversation with Tom Watt and Lee Dixon, Pyebury Corner, supplying the food. Tickets are £50, and there will be the usual amazing raffle prizes to be won, as well as Dixon's gold beer. Final few tickets available. Email mail at yorkdance.com. On this day in 1994, it was Matt Macy's birthday. Coming up on Thursday, we host Cologne in our Europa League opener. Friday, the under-23s are at home to Leicester City. And Saturday, the under-18s visit Manchester United in the Premier League Cup. Doncaster date in Carabao. The draw for the third round of the Carabao Cup has drawn us against League One side Doncaster Rovers. 
The fixture will take place on Wednesday, September 20th, with kick-off at 7.45pm. Some of you will remember our last League Cup meeting against Rovers in 2005. On that evening, we had to rely on a 120th-minute equaliser from Gilberto to send the game to penalties, which we won 3-1. Bag it. Win with Arsenal and Puma. In every domestic programme this season, the club's kit partner Puma are giving away travel bags. Just answer this question to be in with a chance of winning. Who scored twice in last season's 3-1 win at home to Bournemouth? Email your answer, including your name and address, to programme at arsenal.co.uk or tweet at Arsenal Magazine. All entries to us by Friday, September the 15th, only one entry per person. Ref Watch, Anthony Taylor. This afternoon's referee is Anthony Taylor from Withenshaw. The 38-year-old is an official many of you will know well. He's officiated in the Premier League since 2010 and took charge of our FA Cup final win over Chelsea in May. This will be our first match with him in charge this season. He refereed five of our matches in 2015-16 and three last season. Here's our full record. 1-7, draw one, lost none. 4-20 against four, yellow cards 14. 2015-16, Arsenal 1, Chelsea 0 in the Community Shield, 1 yellow card for Arsenal. Arsenal 3, Manchester United 0 in the Premier League, 1 yellow card for Arsenal. Arsenal 1, Newcastle 0 in the Premier League, 2 yellow cards for Arsenal. Arsenal 4, Watford 0 in the Premier League, 1 yellow card for Arsenal. Manchester City 2, Arsenal 2 in the Premier League, 1 yellow card for Arsenal. And in 2016-17... Arsenal 5, Lincoln 0, FA Cup quarter-final, 2 yellow cards for Arsenal. Middlesbrough 1, Arsenal 2 in the Premier League, 2 yellow cards for Arsenal. Arsenal 2, Chelsea 1 in the FA Cup final, 4 yellow cards for Arsenal. Premier League stats. Chances created. Mesut Ozil, 12. Granit Xhaka, 7. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, 5. Alexander Lacazette, 4. Danny Welbeck and Olivier Giroud, 3. Passes. Granit Xhaka, 283. Mesut Ozil, 232. Nacho Monreal, 193. Hector Bellerin, 165. And Seo Kolasinac, 127. Clearances. Rob Holding and Nacho Monreal equal on 13. Lauren Kotzielny, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, 6. Seo Kolasinac and Petr Cech, 5. Hector Bellerin, 4. And Danny Welbeck, 3. Crosses. 16 for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Granit Zaka 11, Mesut Özil 8, Shkodran Mustafi and Alexander Lacazette 3. Shots, Aaron Ramsey 6, Mesut Özil and Danny Welbeck and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain 5, Granit Zaka 4, Alexander Lacazette, Olivier Giroud and Hector Bellerin 3, Shkodran Mustafi and Mohamed Elneny 1. Text 67777. If in doubt, report it. If someone complains, take it seriously. How? Antisocial text service. Get your phones out and text 67777. 1. Text one of the following words. Race, HBH, tout, foul, stand, smoke or sexism. 2. Give a description. 3. Give your location, block, row, seat. Arsenal Football Club. League Champions, 1930-31, 1932-33, 1933-34... 
and 2003-2004. FA Cup winners in 1930, 36, 50, 71, 79, 93, 98, 2002, 3, 5, 14, 15 and 17. League Cup winners in 1986-87 and 1992-93. Charity and Community Shield winners in 1930, 31, 33, 34, 38, 48, 53, 1991 shared, 1998, 1999, 2002, 2004, 2014, 15 and 17. Fairs Cup winners in 1969-70. European Cup winners, Cup winners, 1993-94. FA Youth Cup winners, 1966-1971, 88-94-2000-2001-2009. Arsenal Football Club, address, 75 Drayton Park, London N51BU. Telephone 020-7619-5000. Website www.arsenal.com Email program at arsenal.co.uk Directors Sir Chips Keswick, Chairman Ken Fryer, OBE Ivan Gazidis, CEO Richard Carr Lord Harris of Peckham Stan Croink and Josh Croink Honorary Vice President Lady Bracewell-Smith Secretary David Miles Manager Arsene Wenger, OBE Physiotherapist Colin Lewin, MCSP, SRP. Arsenal Women. The Gunners are back in action with a win as the squad takes shape and there's big news from the skipper. Pre season friendly. Thursday, August 31st, 2017, Meadow Park. Arsenal 3, Nobbs, 15th minute, Taylor in the 20th minute, Carter, 36th minute, Everton, nil. Arsenal, Morehouse. Scott, substitute Samuelson, 54th minute, Williamson, substitute Quinn, 54th minute, Henning, substitute Rose, 70th minute, Janssen. Van der Donk. Nobbs. Substitute Kaiken, 74th minute. O'Reilly. Evans. Carter. Substitute Hines, 74th minute. Taylor. Arsenal warmed up for the new Women's Super League season with a convincing 3-0 win over Everton in our first game at the newly renovated Meadow Park. Manager Pedro Martinez Losa named a strong side with women's Euro 2017 winners Danielle van der Donk and Dominique Janssen joined by England stars Jodie Taylor, Jordan Nobbs and Alex Scott. Both teams looked to attack from the start and after Anna Morehouse had made a smart save from Simone Magill it was Nobbs who puts the hosts in front, reacting brilliantly to send an acrobatic volley past Everton goalkeeper Lizzie Durack after a quarter of an hour. Five minutes later, Taylor picked up where she had left off for England this summer by doubling the lead, firing home a first-time finish from van der Donk's smart cross. And the Gunners were 3-0 up 
after 36 minutes when Dan Carter collected Lisa Evans' pass to slot the ball past Durak. There were two changes at half-time as Jessica Samuelson and Louise Quinn replaced Scott and Leah Williamson at the back. Although the Gunners couldn't add to their tally, they were no less secure in defence as the visitors failed to get on the score sheet. Arsenal made further changes as the half progressed, with Gemma Rose returning from long-term injury in defence and England under-16 international Ava Kaiken entering the fray in the closing stages along with 18-year-old Taylor Hines. The future is looking bright for the club that finished the spring series unbeaten. Alex retires from England duty. Captain Alex Scott announced her international retirement last week after making 140 appearances for England over 13 years. The right-back, who made her debut against the Netherlands in September 2004, played in three women's Euros and two World Cups and is second only to Farah Williams, 165 caps, on the all-time appearance list. Alex also played in all five matches for Team GB at the London 2012 Olympics. This decision has not come lightly, but sometimes the right choice is the one that involves some sacrifice, Alex said. My dream as a little girl playing in that football cage in the East End of London was to one day put on the three-line shirt and represent my country. I'm so proud and humbled that I managed to do just that. I always strived hard to be the best version of me and reached heights that some never believed I would. I did all I could to repay the faith to the ones that stood by me and believed in me. I played through my career with my heart on my sleeve. The story is not over yet, she added. For now, I'm focused on the new WSL season with Arsenal and as captain, I will give everything that I've got to the team, as always. WSL Fixture List 2017-18 Sunday, September 24th, home Birmingham City. Sunday, October 1st, away Manchester City. Sunday, October 8th, home Bristol City. Sunday, October 29th, away Everton. Sunday, November 12th, home Sunderland. Sunday, December 10th, home Liverpool. Sunday, January 7th, away Chelsea. Sunday, January 28th, away Reading. Sunday, February 11th, home Yeovil Town. Friday, February 23rd, home Everton. Saturday, March 24th, away Sunderland. Wednesday, March 28th, away Liverpool. Sunday, April 1st, home Chelsea. Thursday, April 19th, home Reading. Saturday, April 21st, away Yeovil Town. Sunday, April 29th, away Birmingham City. Sunday, May 13th, home Manchester City. 
Sunday, May 20th. Away, Bristol City. New signings, new deals. There have been many more comings and goings as the Gullers squad takes shape ahead of the new season. First up, right-back Jessica Samuelsson has signed from Swedish club Linköpings. The 25-year-old won a silver medal at the 2016 Olympics and impressed for Sweden in both the 2013 and 2017 Women's Euros. She also won a league title and was named Player of the Year during a loan spell at Melbourne Victory in 2013-14. More familiar to Arsenal fans is Josephine Henning, who has returned to the club after helping Lyon to win a historic treble last season. She initially joined the Gunners in 2016, helping the club win the FA Women's Cup final before heading to France. The German defender is one of the most decorated players in the game, having won three Champions League titles and four Bundesliga crowns with Wolfsburg and Turbine Potsdam, as well as the 2013 Euros and 2016 Olympics. On top of that, striker Dan Carter has signed a new long-term deal and Louise Quinn, who joined during the Spring Series, also agreed an extended contract. Meanwhile, Farrah Williams has left to join Reading. We thank her for her contribution to the club and wish her all the best. Match action. Liverpool versus Arsenal. Sunday, August 27th, 2017, 4pm in the Premier League, game number four. Venue Anfield, referee Craig Pawson. Attendance 53,206. The final score, Liverpool 4, Arsenal 0. Match stats. Total shots for Liverpool 18, shots on target 10, corners 4, offsides 3, fouls 6. For Arsenal, total shots 8, shots on target 0, corners 3, offsides 5, fouls 9. Possession. For Arsenal, 49%. For Liverpool, 51%. The scorers for Liverpool, Firmino in the 17th minute, Main in the 40th minute, Salah in the 57th minute and Sturridge in the 78th minute. Their lineup: Carrius, Gomez who picked up a yellow card, Matip, Lovren who also picked up a yellow card. Marino, Can, replaced in the 84th minute by Gujic. Henderson, Wijnaldum, Salah, Firmino, replaced in the 80th minute by Milner, Main replaced by Sturridge in the 74th minute. Their substitutes, Ward, Alexander-Arnold, Clavan, Milner, Gujic, Solang and Sturridge. The lineup for Arsenal. Czech, Holding, Yellow Card, Kotzielny, Monreal, Bellerin, Ramsey, Zaka, who also picked up a yellow card, Oxlade-Chamberlain, Ozil, Alexis and Welbeck. Ramsey was replaced in the 46th minute by Coquelin, Oxlade-Chamberlain was replaced in the 62nd minute by Lacazette and Alexis was replaced in the 62nd minute also by Giroud. Man of the match, Petr Jack. Match facts. This was the Gunners' heaviest league defeat since losing 4-0 at Southampton on Boxing Day 
2015. This was the first time Arsenal failed to get a shot on target since facing Chelsea on October the 5th, 2014. Sadio Mane has scored in all three of his Premier League appearances for Liverpool against Arsenal. First half. Arsenal endured a miserable afternoon at Anfield as Liverpool took the points in convincing fashion before the international break. Much of the damage was done in the first half, although the Gunners did have an early chance when Danny Welbeck fired over after good work from Aaron Ramsey and the returning Alexis. Moments later, Petr Cech made a fine save from Mo Salah, but Liverpool weren't to be denied for long. It was Roberto Firmino who broke the deadlock with a header, and it was two before half-time when Sadio Mane placed a shot past Cech. Second half, the Gunners switched to a back four after the break, and was starting to get a foothold in the game when a defensive error allowed the hosts to pounce. Salah nicked the ball off Hector Bellerin on the halfway line, and the Egyptian international raced towards goal before calmly slotting the ball home. That was a real hammer blow, but things got even worse when sub Daniel Sturridge made it four with 13 minutes left on the clock. It was a gut-wrenching defeat that certainly left the manager plenty to ponder during the enforced two-week break. The Visitors Bournemouth's third season as a Premier League club has begun with three straight defeats. Eddie Howe's team have spent the last two weeks reflecting ruefully on an agonising last gasp 2-1 defeat at home to Manchester City, a result that deprived them of their first point of the Premier League campaign following earlier reverses against West Brom, nil one at the Hawthorns, and Watford, nil two at home. Although Bournemouth beat Birmingham 2-1 away in their opening Carabao Cup tie, it's not the start to the campaign that the Cherries were looking for, and it increases the pressure on the team to get something from today's fixture at Emirates Stadium, where they have lost on each of their previous two Premier League visits, going down 2-0 to the Gunners in 2015-16 and 3-1 last season. The most recent fixture between the two clubs was on January 3rd this year at the Vitality Stadium, where Bournemouth raced into a 3-0 lead, only to be pulled back to 3-3 with a late Olivier Giroud equaliser. Surrendering that lead left a lingering scar and with no wins and just three points from their first eight league games of 2017, it appeared that the South Coast side were heading for a relegation scrap. However, back-to-back home wins in March against West Ham 3-2 and Swansea 2-0 steadied the ship and when Bournemouth maintained the revival, with successive draws at Southampton 0-0 and Liverpool 2-2, safety was all but assured. Indeed, after losing to title-chasing Chelsea and Tottenham, the Cherries finished the season so strongly that the 11 points accumulated in their last five fixtures enabled them to rise all the way to a final position of ninth, a remarkable achievement in only their second season in the top flight and an improvement of seven places from their debut Premier League campaign. It's less than a decade since Bournemouth were playing fourth-tier football in League Two, but promotions in 2010, 2013 and 2015 
all of them under Howe in his two spells in charge, catapulted the club into English football's elite. And despite having the smallest stadium in the Premier League by some distance, 11,464 is the capacity of the Vitality Stadium, that is where the Cherries are determined to stay. Their recent successes have been built on sound organisation, outstanding team spirit and a brand of football that's easy on the eye. The increased quality within the Cherries ranks since the club ascended to the Premier League is evident from the amount of players called up by their country during the recent international break. That number included new summer signings Asmir Begovic, Bosnia and Herzegovina, and Jermaine Defoe, England, as well as star striker Josh King, Norway, and Republic of Ireland midfielder Harry Arter. A brief history. Formed 1899 as Boscombe St John's Institute FC, major honours, none, stadium, Dean Court, capacity 11,464, manager, Eddie Howe, all-time Premier League top scorer, Joshua King, 22, all-time most Premier League appearances, Steve Cook, 74. Action. Arsenal versus Leicester City, Friday, August the 11th, 2017, Premier League, game number two. Venue, Emirates Stadium, referee Mike Dean, attendance 59,387. Arsenal 4, Leicester City 3. Scoring for Arsenal were Lacazette in the second minute, Welbeck in the 45th, Ramsey in the 82nd and Giroud in the 85th minute. Playing were 33, check, 6, holding, substituted in the 67th minute, 18, Monreal, 31, Kolasinac, 24, Bellerin, 35, Elneny, substituted in the 67th minute, 29, Chaka, 15, Oxlade-Chamberlain, 23, Welbeck, substituted in the 74th minute, 11, Ozil, and 9, Lacazette. Substitutes were 13, Ospina, 20, Mustafi, 34, Coquelin, 8, Ramsey, who came on in the 67th minute, 17, Iwobi, 14, Walcott, who came on in the 74th minute, and 12, Giroud, who came on in the 67th minute. For Leicester City, the scorers were Okazaki in the 5th minute and Vardy in the 30th and 56th minute. Playing were 1. Schmeichel, 2. Simpson, 5. Morgan, 15. Maguire, 28. Fuchs, 26. Mahrez, 22. James, who was substituted in the 81st minute, 25. Ndidi, 11. Albrighton, 20. Okazaki, who was substituted in the 72nd minute, and 9. Vardy. Substitutes were 12. Harmer, 3. Chilwell, 18. Amati, who came on in the 72nd minute, 7 Gray, 10 King, 8 Ahinaku, who came on in the 81st minute, and 19 Slimani. Man of the match was Granit Xhaka. Match stats. For Arsenal, total shots 27, shots on target 10, corners 9, offsides 5, fouls 9, possession 70%. For Leicester, total shots 6, 
shots on target 3, corners 4, offside 3, fouls 12, possession 30%. Top tweets from at Marisantum16. First game of the season, and my heart is already struggling to cope. Hash AFC versus LCFC. From at Atec2007. Really, seriously, that opener was like a World Cup final. Hash AFC versus LCFC. First half. Alexandre Lacazette made his Premier League debut as the Gunners kicked off the 2017-18 season and made an immediate impact by scoring after just 94 seconds from Mo Elnany's cross. The lead didn't last long, though, as Shinyi Okazaki headed in from close range after five minutes, and Leicester took the lead against the run of play when Jamie Vardy converted Mark Albrighton's cross after half an hour. It looked as if the Gunners would be trailing at the break, only for Danny Welbeck to bundle home the impressive Seat Kosalinak square ball and level matters. Second half. Leicester didn't let their heads drop and had their best spell of the game after the break, with Petra Cech racing out to deny Vardy before the England striker restored the visitors' lead with a near-post header. But then an inspired double substitution on 67 minutes changed the game. First, Aaron Ramsey collected Granit Xhaka's pass with a clever flick before firing the ball past Kasper Schmeichel, and then... With just five minutes left to play, Olivier Giroud rose to crash home Schalke's corner and steal all three points on a breathless night at Emirates Stadium. There are eight photos in the hard copy, plus the inset on the scoreline page. The full-page photo has the caption, Leicester's defenders can only watch as Ollie's header flies in. Then, clockwise from the top left, on the next page, Alex Lacazette tests Kasper Schmeichel. Siad Kosolinak on the ball. Hector Bellerin ploughs forward. The Ox holds off Daniel Amati. Man of the match, Granite Shaka. Aaron Ramsey levels the scores. Welbers does the same earlier on. Player feature, Petr Cech. Having retired from the Czech Republic national team, Petr Cech has had time over the international break to reflect on our performances so far this season. And speaking to the matchday programme last week, the goalkeeper is convinced we have the ability to bounce back from some disappointing early results. With the transfer window also closing over the break, the 35-year-old shared some of his thoughts on the effects of the uncertainty that it can bring during the start of the season and also discussed the challenge posed by Bournemouth today, and in particular a veteran striker who Petter knows only too well. Firstly, Petter, it was a bitterly disappointing performance at Anfield. What was the dressing room like after the match? Well, you could see the disappointment, obviously, with the result, but mostly how we had performed. As I said after the game, it wasn't acceptable for us, for the size of club we are. You cannot perform this way because we are not at a level to compete in anything, and obviously that reflected in the result. We had some discussions after that, and then the international break came, so everybody needed to change their mindset and get ready for the national team. But I think it can be a positive thing, where you clear your mind and need to focus on something else. 
Then the moment people come back, we need to get back to work and make sure we win the next game. Is it better to discuss a game like that immediately, or should you wait a while? It depends on the occasion. Sometimes you know it will be better to let it go one day and let people think about it, and then obviously have a discussion about it. Do you use your experience to speak to the younger players in the squad? Well, you need to make sure that everybody knows what's at stake and that everybody plays their part to make sure that the team has a chance to achieve the goals that we have all set out for the season. The advantage, obviously, is that it happened so early in the season and that we have plenty of time to put things right. It's two defeats, and you can still win the league, no problem with that. There are 35 more games to play. If you win most of them, you need to get to 90 points somehow to make sure that you win the league. We can still do that, but now we're going to be chasing, and we've put ourselves under pressure. This is our own mistake, and we need to deal with it. There obviously has to be a reaction against Bournemouth. Well, I think that you don't want to always be reacting after a bad run. You should avoid that. You should set out the standards in the way that you start and then carry them on where you left the last part of last season with all the wins on the bounce. This is where you need to make sure you're consistent and that you play the game the way we played then. That wasn't the case at Anfield and that was disappointing. We need to make sure that we react in the right way. But hopefully it's the last time we have to react after a bad game or a bad result because you always want to be in charge and in control of what you do. And we can do that. So hopefully we will win the next game and then we can go from there. The two defeats have left the fans hurting. It's up to us to show everybody that we are ready to put things right, to put the performance in. Of course the fans are hugely disappointed with the last two games and we can understand that. The only way to cheer them up is not to come and say sorry, it's with the performance that you put in on the pitch, where they can see that you're doing everything to win the game. How have you approached the international break? The only way to find the way out after a disappointing game and a disappointing result is to go back to work, no matter if the game is in one week, three weeks, five weeks, one day or three days. You need to make sure that every day you come in and you do your bit in order to be ready. At this level, every detail matters. So you need to make sure that during the training time you do the things the right way and then you are ready to get better, to improve, and you are ready for the game. During the international break, usually I work even more because you have time to kind of recharge the batteries. You can put more physical work in and you can use it later because the season is long and you need to make sure that physically you're at it. Three points can put a different complexion on things. Every game is difficult in the Premier League, so you need to make sure you're at the level as a team, as an individual, as well as you need to make sure you win. The only thing that matters in the end is that you need to win the game. If you play well and get nothing out of the game, it's the same as if you don't play well and you lose. So make sure that you win the game. But Bournemouth will be difficult opponents. They are firmly established in the Premier League now, aren't they? They've had disappointing results to start with, but they played really well and they were really good against Manchester City. Obviously, they lost the point deep in added time, but their performance was very good. And I think that last year they showed that they're a very good footballing team. We had a very difficult game there. 
Also at home, we were 1-0 down and we needed to chase the game. We're aware of their qualities and we need to make sure that we do the right things for ourselves to win the game. They have a very familiar face up front in Germain Defoe. How do you rate him? He's a pure goal scorer. You don't need to give him much time for him to have a chance to score, which is why they added him to the squad. With his experience as well as with his finishing quality, he has been showing for the last 10 years that he has an incredible ability to finish his chances. We've played against each other many times, so he knows me and I know the way he plays. So it's just a matter of being prepared and concentrating in the game. I know how dangerous he can be, so every time he has a chance to shoot, I know he will. It's one of those things where I know what to expect, but it's as well about how well he does. Finally, following the end of the transfer window, has there been much discussion about when it should close? What are your thoughts? I have always been thinking about that. There's nothing really complicated if the transfer window finishes before the season starts. Obviously, if you have three injuries in the first three games, it's a different story. But I think there is a pre-season to build your team, and so you are just working to a different deadline. Petr Cech, born, Pilsen, Czech Republic, May 20th, 1982. Previous clubs, Chemel Bisney, Sparta Prague, Rennes, Chelsea. Quick stats. August Community Shield win was the 18th trophy of Petter's club career. He also won the under-21 Euros in 2002. Words, Matt Aldridge. Teams. For Arsenal, manager Arsene Wenger. Red shirts with white sleeves, white shorts and red and white socks. 2. Mathieu Debussy 4. Per Matasaka 6. Laurent Kozielny 7. Alexis Sanchez 8. Aaron Ramsey 9. Alexandre Lacazette 10. Jack Wilshire 11. Mesut Ozil 12. Olivier Giroud 13. David Ospina, goalkeeper 14. Theo Walcott 16. Rob Holding 17. Alex Iwobi 18. Nacho Monreal 19. Santi Carzola 20. Shkodran Mustafi 21. Callum Chambers 22. Jeff Huen Adelaide 23. Danny Welbeck 24. Hector Bellerin 29. Granit Xhaka 30. Ainsley Maitland-Niles 31. Siad Kalasinac 32. Tuba Akpom 33. Petra Jack, goalkeeper 34. Francis Coquelin 35. Mohamed Elneny 54. Matt Macy, goalkeeper 61. Rhys Nelson 69. Joe Willock For Bournemouth, manager Eddie Howe Sky blue shirts, navy blue shorts and sky blue socks 1. Artur Boric, goalkeeper 2. Simon Francis 3. Steve Cook 4. Dan Gosling 5. Nathan Ake 6. Andrew Sermon 7. Mark Pugh 8. Harry Arter 9. Benique Afobi 11. Charlie Daniels 12. Aaron Ramsdale, goalkeeper 13. Callum Wilson 14. Brad Smith 15. Adam Smith 16. Lewis Cook 17. Joshua King 18. Jermaine Defoe 19. Junior Stanislas 
22. Emerson Hindman 23. Connor Mahoney 24. Ryan Fraser 26. Tarion Mings 27. Asmir Bagovic, goalkeeper 29. Royce Wiggins 31. Lise Mousset 32. Adam Federici, goalkeeper 33. Jordan Ebay Officials Referee Anthony Taylor Assistant Referees Gary Bezik Adam Nunn Fourth Official Darren England Weekend Fixtures All Saturday 3pm unless stated Man City vs Liverpool Saturday 12.30pm Brighton vs West Brom Everton vs Tottenham Leicester vs Chelsea Southampton vs Watford Stoke vs Man United Saturday 5.30pm Burnley vs Crystal Palace Sunday 1.30pm Swansea vs Newcastle Sunday 4pm The Arsenal Foundation Helping young people fulfil their potential through education and sport Hello this is Arsene Wenger. That brings us to the end of this audio production of the Arsenal Match Day program. Arsenal Junior Membership 2017-18 Always ahead of the game. Become a junior gunner today. Awesome competitions. Cool membership pack. Chances to meet your heroes. Join now. Alwaysaheadofthegame.com forward slash junior. Step left, around and together with the right. Premier League. Download the official Premier League app. Manage your fantasy team and get the latest Premier League news. Free to download. Download on the App Store. Get it on Google Play. We are the Arsenal. New. 1718 kits arsenaldirect.com free 10 pound voucher every order and terms and conditions apply <laughs>